Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome back. We are in the middle of a series on building your grant writing career, and this has been so much fun. In case you missed them, make sure you catch the other episodes. Back in episode 52, I tell you the tech tools that I use most in my grant writing business day to day. Then in 53, we talked to Danielle Liss, and she gave us some great contract tips and things to watch for so that your contract and your business is actually working for you. And then in episode 54 last week, I gave you several ways that you can jazz up your LinkedIn profile to make it a little more schnazzy, a little more appealing, and a little more interactive, and how you can start doing that in a less intimidating way. And I also have that really cool download for you at teresahuff.com slash LinkedIn. I will link to all of this in the show notes so that you can click through to anything that you wanted to go back and listen to. This has been such a fun series. A lot of you are asking some of the same questions about becoming a grant writer, and so that's why I wanted to address some of those this month. If you're tired of trying to figure it out on your own, and you really need that support to connect the dots, then sign up for the Fast Track to Grant Writer at teresahuff.com VIP. The students in there have a clear plan for where they need to go next, and even more importantly, they are taking action, and it is incredible to watch. So come join me in there and let's get you moving. Now, today is a grant writer strategy call, and I'm talking with Julie. She has a really cool combination of a nursing background and a communications degree. And so she is interested in writing grants in the medical field. We talked through some great questions today, and I thought this month in this grant writer series would be a great time to do that because she is starting pretty much from scratch on the grant writing side, but she has a great skill set. So we talked through some ways that she can specialize and how she can get started And we break it down so it's not so intimidating and she knows exactly what to do. She feels confident now in how to move forward. I hope this will give you some ideas too on how you can get your grant writing career off the ground. And if you're feeling stuck, shoot me a message and let's talk about how we can do the same for you. All right, there's some good stuff in here today. So let's dive in. Julie, it's great to have you here, and I'm excited to dig into this today with your grant writing future and kind of help you map that out a little bit. Welcome to the show, and tell us just a quick recap about your experience and your background of how you got to this point. Well, actually, I went to nursing school so that I could write in the medical field, and that worked out pretty well. I ended up with two degrees, one in nursing, one in communication. But I had an opportunity maybe 20 years ago to write a grant for a local university for their nursing program. And that was very interesting to me. I haven't written a grant since then. But during COVID, I wanted to 
get back into writing grants because I helped uh, my daughter-in-law get a grant for her business. And it was just exciting. And I knew it was a way that I could help. So it's not necessarily the writing part that I struggle with. It's finding the clients, making the connections, approaching the nonprofits and that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I'm at and how it's kind of pulled together. Sure. Where to start? And that's the biggest question I hear is, yeah, there's tons of books out there about grant writing to learn the process, but then where do you go from there? How do you actually get started with it? So you're asking a great question and one that I'm sure a lot of people listening are wondering too. So yeah, we can start talking about that. First of all, with your background, that's such a cool combination of nursing and communication. And I think that could really differentiate you from other grant writers or other professionals in the nonprofit field, because you do bring in that medical experience and that really unique combination of those two things, because those are, I don't want to say opposites, but those are very different yet complementary fields to understand. So one thing you might think about is, is there an area that you want to specialize in as far as grants? Because Grant writing for nonprofits, <laughs> that could encompass thousands and thousands and thousands of potential clients. You don't need thousands. You just need a handful of really good clients or even one or two that are very consistent and need a lot of help. So maybe think about if there's an area you want to specialize, such as the medical field, like maybe you want to write health-related grants or for health-related organizations. So maybe start there and think about that given your background and any other interests that you have. But just from what you told me, I feel like that learning curve would be shorter for you because of that. You would understand the needs, the terminology, the program design, the things they need to ask for, the things that would really benefit them and be more effective as opposed to a field that you're not necessarily familiar with as much. How does that set with you? Um, no, that's, that sounds wonderful. And I, I've even thought um, that I would like to approach healthcare nonprofits and, and that type, even the local community ones. It's just a matter of finding them. How do you, like, even if I find a grant and say, hey, I found a grant for you, that doesn't mean you have a job. It's like approaching them and but no, I, I definitely like the idea of, of focusing because of my background on health care services and all, all of those. I, I definitely agree with you on that, that that should be my focus. I should definitely narrow it down. Yeah. And the shortest distance from point A to point B, that's yeah. where I try to help people figure yeah. out what that is. So then as far as clients, first of all, I would look at your network and figure out what connections do you have, what's in your local community and start looking at who are on those boards, who are the directors, the staff, the volunteers, who are the people there that are connected to those health-related organizations. So first of all, kind of go through and find organizations that might be relevant and think outside the box a little bit. Like maybe it's not a health organization, but maybe they are needing to add a health program or wanting to add that to their services. Maybe say, for example, a a boys and girls club, that's not health focused, but I could see where adding a health arm of their program could be really beneficial. So even something like that could be an opportunity that they haven't tapped into yet. And you could come in as the expert for that area. 
So yes, look at the health organizations, but also look at opportunities for adding some supplementary health type programs where you could kind of be that automatic expert in that area, as opposed to, yeah, we know we need to add this, but where do we start? We know nothing about health programs or how to add on this curriculum, how to add this fitness element, you know, whichever part of it it is, how could you supplement those? And then look at the connections you might have already to where you may have relationships already built up and you might be able to start nurturing those and explaining, getting super clear on what you do and how you want to help them so that you're easily referable. Okay. Now that's, that's very, that's very good. So look at the institutions, look at who's on the board and who's running these programs and then look for opportunities too with organizations who have the potential to have those healthcare needs in certain programs and areas and who's running those programs. Okay. And that's how I would, I would assume I would start local and then go from there statewide and, and beyond. I think local would be easier or at least in communities that you're already familiar with. I don't know if you've moved around a lot or if you've kind of lived in the same community for a long time. I've only been here in Indiana for about a year and a half. Okay. So just depending on where you've lived and what connections you have, I would start where you have the connections, whether that's local or maybe you grew up somewhere else and you still have a lot of friends and family there. Okay. The main thing is to get really clear on what you want to do and who you want to do it for so that you're easily referable. Because if you say, I'm a grant writer, yeah, that's kind of unique and that's kind of memorable to where people could say, but you're going to get all kinds of referrals that you don't necessarily want. But if you say, I'm a grant writer for health organizations or I'm a grant writer for nonprofits that address healthcare needs or something like that, get really clear on how you want to define that you're going to stand out a lot more and be more memorable and people can refer you better to the types of clients you want, as opposed to just, Oh, you need a grant. Talk to her when you may not want the whole umbrella of everyone wanting a grant. Yeah. Okay. So I need to niche down for sure and focus on, so I need to write out exactly what I want to focus on and from there start locally with who I know Uh, connections, whether it be my previous job that I was at as a nurse for almost 20 years. So reach out to those connections, see who's on the board, see who's running these programs. Okay. Exactly. And with your experience and your connections in that world, I mean, if you think about it, lots of people are involved somehow with a nonprofit. So probably in your nursing field, other nurses, doctors, administrators, a lot of people that you worked with, I bet were on boards or volunteers at nonprofits. I bet they are somehow connected. So if they know you and you worked with them for 20 years, they're going to know your work ethic, your skill set, your background. That'll be a much easier in for you to get started. I didn't even think about that, seeing who I know who's already on boards or who's doing that, who has served in that uh, capacity. Mm -hmm. That's, that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cause I bet you have a lot with that experience and just with those connections. And then you can go from there and, you know, keep in mind too, that, yeah, you need to define this and get specific, but it can change. Like if you get into this and decide, okay, I don't really enjoy that as much. I really want to focus on kids, or I really want to focus on elderly care. Like you may find a certain area. That's okay. You can always shift into that over time, but the main thing is to get started. And then the more you do, the clearer it will become. Okay. Now that's great advice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we tend to sometimes, I know at least I do, and I've heard other people say we get paralyzed trying to figure it all out and get it all perfectly lined out. Sometimes we've just got to go with it and it'll become more clear and evolve over time. Yeah. So start at the one point and then just see how it evolves from there. See if your focus goes in that direction or whatever, but. Right. And sometimes it's the opportunities that come up too. Something will come up that is like, well, I hadn't thought about that, but that looks really interesting. I'd really like to try that. And it wasn't what you expected, but yet it's a great opportunity. You can learn a lot from it and it might, you know, help lead to something else down the road, even though it might not be initially what you had thought or planned on. So kind of see what doors open along the way too. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's, um, that's very helpful. And I don't know how big your community there is immediately, but you can start looking online to see what information's available about the local nonprofits there and look what healthcare nonprofits are in your community, but also then when you find them, look on their website, if they have one, their social media, kind of do that research. You can also look on their form 990 and there's a sheet in there that usually lists out board members and you can look at like past donations and where they're from, what grants they've received. So you can start doing some homework that way too, especially if it's one that you've narrowed down and identified that you'd really like to approach. So then how do you approach them like a cold approach? Like they possibly people don't know me. So if they, they did know me, I mean, I could approach them as, hey, this is what I'm doing now type of thing. Um, but how do you approach when you don't maybe have that connection? Mm-hmm. You could start out by first determine how big of an organization it is and then decide, you know, do they already have grant writers on staff? And if so, then that might not be a great opportunity. Are they large enough? They're ready for grants, but yet they don't have a grant writer yet. So that might be a good opportunity. Then look at who might be sort of over that department, like probably the executive director would be there. So then maybe reach out to them either by phone call, connect on LinkedIn and send a message. You don't want to just jump off the bat with your initial message of, hi, let's connect on LinkedIn. I want to be your grant writer. Like maybe build that relationship first, start the conversation. I'd love to hear more about your work. I've really enjoyed following you on social and seeing what you're doing. Show that sincere interest and start the actual conversations of showing that you truly care about their cause. You wondered if it might be worth discussing some opportunities of you would like to research these grants and see how we could help supplement their program and their work that they're doing. Should we talk? Should we have a conversation? Would you like to meet for coffee to see what we might be able to do together? Something like that, just to kind of show your sincerity, start the conversation, show your interest, 
and show that, you know, you've done a little bit of homework that you understand their mission. You'd love to hear more about it and see how you could work together to support it and then kind of go from there. Okay. Well, that's really good. Okay. So once I find that, then make the connections and build the relationships from there. Right. Just like advertise myself because it's like, you know, as a small business, you think, oh, I need to advertise. And then you're like, but who do I advertise myself? I don't even know, but that's not necessarily the path. It's more like finding your niche, finding the people involved in that, and then making those initial connections. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. Just showing that sincere, caring for their cause, because they are about their cause. They're passionate about it. They're passionate about their work in the community and the difference they can make. They want people on their team that are also that same way, not just out to sell them something else or to buy my product, hire me for this. They want to see that you care about what they're doing and that you want to be a part of that, of that bigger impact. And so show that sincerity. And really it is about building those relationships. That's probably the biggest thing. And some nonprofits may advertise opportunities online, like looking for a part-time grant writer. That might be something too that you could do if you wanted to apply for that. But I would say if you're going the consultant route, just really focus on the relationships, building that up, letting them see who you are and that you really care about these causes and you want to help be a part of something bigger, help them grow their organization to make a bigger impact. Right. Okay. So I, I have noticed when I search grants, sometimes the, the grants are very specific of what type, what they want to support, a very specific program. And then like if I make these connections with people in my community and they have an idea for programs, those aren't necessarily the programs that I'm finding when I'm researching grants. So like which comes first, the program or the grant? It's like, you know, the chicken or the egg thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how, how to make those things uh, connect. Yes, that's a good question. And that's a tricky one. You really want to find a good match between their mission and the grant funders mission. So you don't want to stretch or morph into something that you're not working on as an organization. You don't want the nonprofit to get all out of joint just to get this funding. And then they're chasing dollars and they're getting off track from their mission. So part of our job as consultants is to come in and help them stay focused on their mission and really find the opportunities that are the best fit for that, as opposed to trying to shift into something that they're not. And so there may be some grants because of that, that you'll have to pass on. There may be others that are a good opportunity or that you may have to get creative to make sure that they fit, that it is a good fit. The core missions are the same, but maybe you can get creative in how you do it. Like say, just off the top of my head, if a school needs funding for PE equipment and they also have an after-school program, So there aren't any grants for PE equipment for the school, but there is a grant for the after-school program to develop a health and fitness component. And because of that, you can buy equipment to use in that after-school program. And since it's at the school, everybody is fine with it if they also use it during the school day for PE. See how that still fits with everybody's mission 
you're just getting creative about how you're putting the pieces together. It's like a puzzle. Okay. Now that's really good. That's, that's helpful in, in making those connections because as I, because of my inexperience, of course, trying to make those connections with the few places that I have found, I have a colleague nurse practitioner who has opened a community clinic and she doesn't necessarily have any programs yet, but when I have searched grants, it's like so specific, like, um, you know, working with women in menopause, it's like, that's not necessarily something she would be doing in her clinic. So it's, you know, they're very specific in trying to make that connection. So that that's helpful to um, realize that, you know, it is like a puzzle. You have to kind of think outside the box and kind of go from there with it. So that's helpful. Right. Yeah. And in that case, that's a great example because she may be able to find funding for that specific demographic, but yet her program serves probably a lot of different people, not just women at that age. Yeah. So she could find grants for that, but then also be able to serve others because of it or it may help supplement and offset some of her other program costs because it's funding this portion of it. Right. And then she can help find funding for other pieces. Right. So sometimes you have to piece it out like that too. Like for the grant's sake, you're doing this part of the program. This is what you're reporting on for the grant. But I mean, it's actually more people are coming in and out. It's just, they want to know about this part. Right. Right. But it's benefiting more than just that one population. Right. Sometimes it does. And it just, it really varies. So there's not (laughs) a lot of times the questions I hear about grants, a lot of times the answer is it depends. (laughs) And I wish I could give a more black and white, but really there are so many variables and so many differences from one funder to another, from one situation, from one nonprofit to another, that really a lot of times it depends. So that's where we have to learn the strategy and the nuances behind it to know, okay, what's within the good parameters here and what's really kind of shifting into getting away from their mission or getting into kind of some gray territory that we don't want to venture into, like stretching funding outside of what we had requested. And it's really not going to look good to the funder and not what it was intended for. So sometimes we have to read between the lines on a lot of those areas to really determine What's the best use here? And then making sure the grant team understands that too. And the team, meaning whoever's implementing it, the director, the board, whoever's on the ground, actually in the front lines of spending the money and tracking and reporting and all those pieces too. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. I actually was listening to one of your podcasts last week or the week before, and you pointed out something really great to me is was like one of your initial steps as a kind of a new grant writer because I was thinking about you know you said be familiar with the nuances and stuff and I'm like that takes experience which I don't have quite yet but I was thinking about what you said in this podcast last week is that you know it's okay to take the time to become familiar with how the nonprofits work like the whole structure of the board and how they make things happen and just, you know, the steps that they go through. And I think, um, although I might know a little bit about that, I think that's, um, that's key as you're talking about understanding the nuances of how these things, pieces can fit together in the puzzle, then perhaps I need to go back and maybe get a better understanding of how, you know, the nonprofit works and all those steps. 
That was really helpful for me as a consultant was at one point along the way, I was asked to serve on a board. And so I served, but not as the grant writer. I was just a board member and it was a brand new nonprofit. I was on it for about four years. So that was a really good time frame for me to see, okay, from the ground up, how does this thing work? How does it operate? How should a board work? And we had some board trainings in there where people came in at different times to work with us on how should a board operate, the structure of the board and the chain of command and just all those ins and outs of it. That was such valuable experience because it gave me a whole different perspective from being a grant writer that I had the other side of that now to pull from. And now I can advise in more ways for nonprofits as well just when they come to me with other questions about how to operate, how to grow, how do we, you know, we're kind of stuck. How do we get our board on the same page? We, you know, it just feels like everybody's scattered. So that's been really helpful experience going through that firsthand as a board member, as opposed to being the grant writer. Yeah. No, I can see where that would be um, a crucial part of the, of the big picture for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you ever have that opportunity or if you've been, on a board in the past, think back to that and think about how it operated and things that maybe at the time when you weren't considering being a grant writing consultant, that maybe you didn't even realize or notice. But now in this perspective, you can look back and say, oh, that's maybe why they did that, or that's why it ran that way. And you can start to connect more of those dots. Yeah. No, that's good. And this is exciting. I've already got a list in my head of um you know, checklists of things now I, I can, uh, action points that I can uh, take away from this. This has been really good. Good. Yeah. Good. If you're like me, it's like just automatically, yeah, okay. I, your brain. <laughs> yeah, it's already, I've got a list in my head already now. Good. Okay. Well then tell me your main action steps just so they're, while they're fresh on your mind and kind of as accountability, what are the key things that you want to start with? Um, so I think I want to start I just want to go backwards and I don't know if I will somehow research or maybe see who I can contact um, in my connections, who I know who's on a board. I've never actually served on a nonprofit board before. Mm-hmm. So um, I would like to really understand the system and how they work. I think that would be one key action thing. So reach out to some people, maybe do some research and see how it works. And then the next thing, maybe do some research locally regarding healthcare institutions uh, locally and find out what um, they're doing, what programs they have and who's sitting on those boards and then um, start connecting with them and building a relationship, just reaching out and connecting and, and in like just within my local community, like I said, I've only been here not even a year and a half. So that would be a win-win on both mm-hmm. both counts, actually, to be able mm-hmm. to do that. So I think those would be my top three at this point. Good. Uh, yeah, and that's a good opportunity if you are kind of new. That also kind of gives you a reason to reach out as well. And you could even include that in some of your wording. Of like, I'm fairly new to the community. I'm trying to get to know some of the nonprofits here. You know, just kind of reach out. Absolutely. In yeah. that regard. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's hard when you're new at grant writing. And so you feel kind of this, like, do I have this expertise, but don't undersell yourself because you said you're good with the writing. And I mean, your nursing background, my goodness, is incredible. 
all that experience and skill that you have there. So you already have a lot of really cool skills. So don't undersell that. Don't discount that as you are introducing yourself. Yeah, the grant writing piece of it may be fairly new. You're venturing into some of that, but you already are an expert at some of these really unique things. So own that. Okay. No, that's great advice because you're right. I just have a tendency to feel the newness of the grant writing part and be like, oh, I really... You know, not a lot of confidence there. So that's that's true. I don't want to discount what I am bringing to the table. For right. sure. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting from 20 years of experience in yeah. nursing. You're just yeah, adding this true. new element to it. Yes. No, that's true. That's a great perspective. Thank you for sure. I know that's tough. The imposter syndrome starts to yeah. kick in and <laughs> oh, yes. oh, yes, we Definitely. start to doubt. And that'll be a really good differentiator to have that expertise and to stand out from others. And part of a challenge that I've run into a lot over the years is nonprofits hear that you're a grant writer. So they say, oh, great. Can you get us some grants to get started? We're starting a brand new nonprofit. And that's where you also, if you've listened to some of my podcasts, that's where you need to step in and educate them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You've listened. I have been listening. (laughs) Right. Yes. And so part of that is helping them understand, are you ready yet or not? And then here's how we can get you ready. Or here's what you need in place first. And then you can decide as the consultant, at what point do you want to help people along that journey too? Do you want to step in when they're ready for grants and that's when you start helping them? Do you want to step in earlier to help them with some of that pre-work? Do you want to step in after they get grants and help them with the reporting and implementation? Think about that too. And that again, I don't want to overwhelm you with information, but that's something that once you start, that may become more clear over time after you've worked with a few and you're like, Ooh, I really like this program part where I help them set up the program and implement after they get the grant. So you might be really drawn to a certain phase of the process. Okay. Well, that's good. That's definitely something to keep in the back of my mind for sure to think about. Cause I haven't thought past the, well, how do I find somebody to even write a grant for? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so that's good. That's, that's good to have that piece on the table to think about. Yeah. Sure. We'll do that first. And then you can think about the next pieces. Yes. First yes. of all, well, start with that network and those action steps. And then down the road, that kind of gives you a next, yeah. next thing to start looking at. Yeah. So. No, that's great. That's very helpful. So awesome. Well, I'm excited to see where you go with this. I think this is a really good start and you've got a great background to pull from to have a good foundation for building this. Okay. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. This has been very useful. You're welcome. Good. I'm glad. Keep in touch and let me know how it's going. Okay. I sure will. Thank you so much. All right, friends. What do you think? Are you ready to take some action? We dig deep into this kind of stuff in the Fast Track to Grant Writer. That's my VIP program where we'll spend 90 days getting your grant writing career up and running. It's about learning, but it's also all about taking action and accountability and support to do that. If this is the kind of support you need to, then message me on my website contact form and let's chat about how I can help you. Go to TeresaHuff.com contact, drop me a line, and we'll go from there. All right, my friends, the sooner you get started on this, the sooner you can be out there changing the world. We need you.